0: Welcome to 1313 Harbor, the podcast where two adult daughters have platinum Disney store accounts. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Michelle. And I almost wanted to do the thing where I said, I'm Michelle again. I had to think (laughs) about that. I was like, you're not Michelle. You're not Michelle. You're not. Just because you want to be doesn't mean you are Michelle. Yeah. Oh, definitely. People, do. you definitely want to be me. I'm so stylish. I'm wearing a man's shirt and men's shorts right now. <laughs> but your hair looks cute. Thank you. Your hair looks beautiful. Oh, thank you. Because I just got it done. Hair by Ariana. Hey, Ariana. <laughs> hey, Ariana. Who told me she's going to start listening, so she better. And i will be like, did you hear your mention? Because hey. if you didn't, you're not really listening. <laughs> oh, Ultimate test. Ultimate test. Dun, 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 A lot of people were asking us what adult daughters are. So an adult daughter is anyone over the age of 21, or you can be an adult son who still lives at home with their parents. It started when I would go out with my parents on their date night, and I would say, uh, reservation for three, um, Leslie, Alex, and their adult daughter, Jasmine, because I didn't want them to think that I was like a child, like saying, oh, they're, they're assuming it's a child when you say it's their daughter. Yeah. Um, and then that's something I started doing with Allison. Like, we're just two adult daughters, you know, waiting in line to meet Captain America. Yep. <laughs> and we're two adult daughters who do a podcast. Yes, two adult daughters who have platinum Disney store accounts. It's true. It's true. Those are real. Those are totally real. We, you just don't know about it. We didn't, we didn't just Wink. make it up. <laughs> I didn't just write it one day and email it to Michelle and be like, is this real? <laughs> I'm like, nope, but I like it. <laughs> I wish it
1: did. Let's do it. Let's do it. So yes. shout out to everyone who mm-hmm. has done, rated mm-hmm. and reviewed yes. us on iTunes. People have said that mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening to this, you probably know us in real life. Because probably. we've held you down and made you listen. We've tied you to a chair. Yes. And you're listening to it against your will. But some people have said that they've actually like found it
0: on iTunes. Mm-hmm iTunes. Yeah, they like just, I guess because I put in Disneyland as a search word, because, you know, it's about Disneyland, so that makes sense. I mean. And people just stumbled across it. Yeah. Across of it. Across it. Thank you so much. And yes, please. Spread the word. Spread the word and please yeah.
1: keep it up. We're having so much fun doing this. Mm. It's like, it's, I don't know, I really love it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we just record uh, in a pretty simplistic setting. So if you like it, share with people. And then maybe one day I can get money to buy better microphones, better recording equipment. Uh, This is not me begging. This is just me making suggestions. It's not. It's proud begging. It's proud asking. Yeah, it's proud asking. (laughs) It's proud um, commenting. (laughs) It's just a suggestion. It's just a fact. If we got money, I would put it all back into the podcast. That's 100% right. Yeah. Because I love it. I I love it too. And yeah, we currently share one microphone, uh, but one day we will get two. That's step one. Well, actually, step one is getting the box so we can get two microphones. Oh, and then step two is getting, getting two the microphones. Getting the two microphones. Step three is- World domination. Step four- Pancakes for breakfast. Step five, marry Chris Evans. Step six, divorce Chris Evans so we can marry Chris Pine. Oh, I'm also fine with that, actually. Yay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Happy Persian New Year. Uh, Persian New Year is going to come- uh, It's the day this podcast comes out. It's <gasps> the 20th. Happy Persian- Adet uh, Mobarak. Mobarak <laughs> is a weird word because it just means it means birthday too it's just like a happy celebration I think oh yeah so like you go Mobarak, Mobarak. that's the happy birthday song in Farsi so yeah happy new year to all Persians and non-Persians first day of spring we begin today with breaking news um, so Galaxy's Edge is opening May thirty first in California. Woo! And August twenty ninth in Hollywood Studios. Woo! So basically the moral of the story is on August twenty ninth you can start going to the one in California because everyone will go over to Flowrider. Yep. Yep. Uh I will not be there opening day, will uh, you? No. No.
1: <laughs> I, I was funny. I was watching Bohemian Rhapsody, and I was mm-hmm. watching the crowd scene in the mm-hmm. Live Aid concert, and my boyfriend and I both looked at each other, and we'd be like, no, that would give us far too much social yes. anxiety.
0: Oh, crowd anxiety is the worst, because it's just like, I'm going to die here. Yeah, Because people do get trampled to death. <laughs> I just... I just mm, no, me gusta. Yeah, I want to wait till two years from now when they stop using everything, and I can just go and roam in peace.
1: <laughs> oh, but okay, so mm-hmm. I have to go kind of early because his name is Rex. He oh, used yes. to be a Star Tours. you gotta buy dirt, that, and then he is now a DJ, a DJ, a He's DJ, said, Rooks. a DJ.
0: Millennium Falcon: Smuggler's Run is going to be the only opening day ride. And Rise of the Resistance will be open by the end of 2019. So there. Will, when you go, there will be one ride open. Boy, that's yeah. going to be good for crowds. Yeah, really good for crowds. Yep. Yeah. I've heard some people say that they think the reservation going to make it not as crowded as it's going to be when you don't have to make a reservation. Oh. Because they're going to limit the amount of people in there. Yeah. So I don't know. But I just don't know, like... I don't know how that's going to work. Well, then maybe for the first year they should keep it reservation only? Well, technically they're going to... I forget. I didn't write down the dates. Oh, yeah. Um, Reservation required. That's actually my um, next point I was going to get to. Park reservations. Uh, You will have to get park reservations from opening day until June 23rd, but they also said possibly beyond, which means definitely Definitely beyond. beyond. Definitely beyond. Um, And if you're a hotel guest of any of the Disneyland official hotels, you get an automatic reservation for that day. So the people who I know who are going made their hotel reservation. Oh. Um, yeah, and you must purchase a ticket to make a reservation as well. But I don't know, because I know when you purchase a ticket, it can be for any day. So I don't, I guess, I don't know how that works. Ooh. I should have done more research. Oh, <laughs> that seems very complicated. Yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to work. But yeah, so if you want to go make make a reservation at the hotel end of list. (laughs) Yeah,
1: make a reservation at the hotel, Mm
0: -hmm. invite us. Yes, please. Slumber party. Slumber party. But warning you, we do slumber. Yes. like Early. Yeah. Lights out at 9. Sleeping at 9.02. Waking up at 7. Yes. And and it's going to be a lot of Frozen. Mm -hmm. It's
1: going to be like the
0: sky's awake, so we're awake! They're (laughs) going to be like, this is not what I Patreon for. It's going to be Michelle singing and me telling you facts and um, doing... 10 uh, skincare steps yeah 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 which i'll share yeah Yeah, like if i bring my skincare we can share that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can try out any product Mm -hmm. like if you use it wrong i'm gonna judge you but i like that you're very uh open with that i am very open open with my judgment it's if it's deserved fair i mean they asked for it they didn't but like no
1: well they did if they paid (laughs) that's true
0: I like that not
1: only are we forcing people to be in our Patreon. We're going to insult them. (laughs) But also forcing them to
0: bring us to the Disneyland Hotel Mm -hmm. so we can go to Star Wars with them and waking them up first thing in the morning. Yep. Um, Did you want to say anything else about Rex? Nope. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, okay. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I was not. I was not excited about Star Wars Land until mm-hmm. I found out that Rex, oh, Rex from Star Tours, mm-hmm.
0: was going to voiced be voiced by Paul Rubens, who also it plays very famously. Missy Yvonne and the guy from Mystery <laughs> Men, End of List. Yeah, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, he <laughs> is. Cu- he uh, is that and the villain in Buffy, <gasps> the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Deep
1: cut. That is a deep deep cut. cut. Yeah. So I'm very excited Mm -hmm. because Rex is coming back. Yes. He is now, he has a new job. Mm -hmm. He's a DJ. He's going to play an hour of like new music, probably with things,
0: sassy Mm -hmm. things being said intermittently. See, I've heard it's like one hour, but then it like could stretch into three or like it's going to shuffle up. So it's technically like three hours worth of stuff, but I don't know. It's definitely at least one solid hour of unique stuff with things. Add in. We have very few details. Yes. <laughs> but we're very excited. And this is all speculation, I've heard. Oh. Is yeah. It? I, I thought it was confirmed. It's confirmed these in there, but whether it's one or three hours, that's speculation I've heard. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a Rex toy mm-hmm. that
1: is it can roam around your house and Mm, 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 mm. Jump play, the beat. Mm, 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 play, mm, your mm, 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 play your music.
0: Play your music. He can, can play your music. Thank you. I just want, I'm like I don't know if they could understand my mumbling. <laughs> yeah, he can play your music. So that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that's really dope. And um, he's in the cantina, Ogus Cantina. Boop, boop, oh, um, which people are going to be spending so many hours there. Oh, right, because you can drink. Because you can drink. You can drink blue green milk, or blue or green milk. Sorry, I made it sound like it was one. Um, copious amounts of alcohol. You can have Padme's. Drink of choice, which is white wine. Oh, yeah. So that mm-hmm. was like,
1: they did some deep research because mm-hmm. they were like, what drink does Padme drink? And then I guess they found out it was white wine. White wine spitzer. It's like, <laughs> oh, are you a, are you a, then I was making fun mm-hmm. of her. I was like, oh, what is she, a desperate housewife? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: The last bit of news is um, Disney Plus will have the entire Disney Motion Picture Library. I've heard either it's the entire animated library or just entire animated library in general. Or sorry, entire film library in general. I'm hoping it's every film because there's a lot of like deep cut '60s movies I want to see. I want to see the um... the Matterhorn movie. Oh, remember we talked about that? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna say the Shago Hennessy movie, uh, Darby
0: the Little People. Oh, Dobie Gillis? No, no, Dobie no. Gillis is a different one. Something, something, yeah, yeah. and the Little People. My phone's people. too far away. To, and it, I don't know where my phone is. Yeah, it's yeah. Something. will never know. Yeah, you'll never get to watch it. No, no. <laughs> they took that. Darby O'Gill it. and the Little People. Yes, okay. I did it. I hope I would love that if they had all the Touchstone pictures too, because that <gasps> my favorite. See, if people are like, "What's your favorite Disney movie?" I say Rushmore, because that's a Touchstone Pictures movie. So, technically, it's a Disney movie. Get out. You are fired. You're fired. That's... No. No. I
1: say no. And here's why. Because Mm. Disney now owns Pixar, and Mm. you can't say, what's your favorite Disney movie? Muppets Take Manhattan, which is the best Muppet movie.
0: You can't say that. I like Great Muppet Caper. Oh, boy. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you are witnessing the disintegration of our podcast It was nice while it lasted. Handshake. Handshake. (laughs) I had to say handshake because I can't see it. (laughs) And Um, we shook hands. We did.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Goodyear welcomes you aboard the Wedway People Mover.
0: Moving on to the People Mover. So this week's theme is... Um, our favorite attractions that no longer exist. So when I was little, my mom would take me to Disneyland and I was afraid of everything. Um, any, and I was a big kid too. So I couldn't go on like, well, luckily at Disneyland, they don't really have like a, if you're too big, you can't go on certain rides thing. So she would go on Indiana Jones, which at the time had like a three hour line. And I would just go on the People Mover round and round and round. And I was so happy. And like the cast members there watched me, I guess. Um, and so I have very fond memories of that ride. So let me share some facts with you. Tell me. Like all great things that started at the 1964 World's Fair. It was originally the ride um, system was Ford's Magic Skyway. But in that, it was Ford cars that took you around and it went past animatronics. Um, most of those animatronics have been reused. Um, the dinosaurs in Disneyland. Those were from that ride. Oh. Um Ellen's Universe of Energy used things from that ride. Um, supposedly the elephant in, um, Jungle Cruise that's under the water was in that. Elephant under the water? That's oh no, the one, elephant. like, isn't there one under the, he's, oh no, the one scratching his back. Oh, Bertha. Yeah, Bertha, the one scratching her back, that was in that ride, um, oh. but she was a woolly mammoth and they just reskinned her. That's not proven, this is just, like, a legend. The, the legend. The, the, the legend around the jungle. The legend, um, and then, yes, basically any, oh, and then, um. Sp- Spaceship Earth. The People Mover opened on July second, nineteen sixty-seven. I was twenty years old. No I'm kidding, <laughs> I remember it well. Um, it opened you as a- their opening day. I was there opening day, and I was one hundred and five at that mm, point. Wow! So when Walt Disney originally built Disneyland, he did not have money to do what he wanted. I feel like that's a theme. Yes, in Disney theme. in general. Yeah. Um, so the new Tomorrowland, though, was finally in nineteen sixty-seven, which was after he passed away. Unfortunately, it was seven months. But he was, you know, there for the planning stages. It was finally closer to the Tomorrowland he originally envisioned. Best version ever. Oh. Um, Walt Disney's future. Beautiful. Best thing ever made. I disagree. (laughs) Which one? The 2055 Tomorrowland. That would have been better, but that didn't exist, though. That never existed. Except for a mural. (laughs) So the ride was designed by Bob Gurr, who worked on Autopia, Honda Mansion, Monorail, Submarine Voyage, Matterhorn, the King Kong animatronic, so yeah, Bob Gurr, uh, that was actually a big controversy when he went over to um, Universal because I think he had technically already retired from Disney to work on the King Kong animatronic because Universal was finally like, we want to compete with Disney.
1: Warning, you have invaded the electronic realm of the
0: master computer program. So originally they asked Ford to be the sponsor because they did the Magic Skyway, OG. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were afraid, this I think is funny, they were afraid of the competition Cause the people mover was supposed to be a prototype of future forms of a future form of transportation. So Ford is like, we can't compete with the car. Clearly, people movers are all over the place. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> they thought the car was gonna overtake the people mover. The people I, mover is gonna overtake the car? Yeah. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> and now it's the future. I mean you got here today via people mover. Yeah. Oh shoot, I gotta go. Let yeah. me get my jetpack. <laughs> Bye. Whoosh. <laughs> It has a 16 minute duration and covered three fourths of a mile. Mm. So that was a fun ride. Like, and you were covered, you weren't in the sun. Mm-hmm. You got to see things. Mm-hmm. If you were a very passive child like me, you just got to sit there <laughs> and, like, you felt like you're going fast at some point. So that, and you got to see into Space Mountain. So you're like, I'm on Space Mountain. Do you know what my favorite ride was when I was a kid? And you can ask my mom this if you don't believe me. Um, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse? The tram to get into the park. Oh my god! <laughs> my mom said I used to raise my hands and go, wee! <laughs> and then we'd just ride the tram around. <laughs> but that was back, you know, before, like, when the tram just went in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, California Adventure was a parking lot. Yeah, it was a parking lot. And it was yellow and blue. It had a blue interior. And yellow on the exterior. I rem- I'm mm-hmm. having flashbacks. Yeah. So it had the what's the word where it has a high ride
1: capacity? well, there's no it's just operational hourly ride capacity is just like o h r
0: c is what you what it is, yeah, and then different rides have different so it had a low. high o h element o p <laughs> um, it could provide entertainment for four thousand eight hundred and eighty five people so an hour. What you're saying is it had an o h r c of four thousand eight hundred and eighty five Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. Thank you for that fact. You're yes. Welcome. Um, so yeah, there was never any line. You could always just walk right on it. Like if there was a line, mm. it was because just like someone was really slowly getting on. Like that's just say it again. It didn't have a line. <sighs> oh, sorry. Yes, it didn't have a line. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have the range. Didn't have a line. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can, can you guys
1: imagine? Can you imagine mm-hmm. an attraction that doesn't have a line? Like in Tomorrowland. Like let's think of a ride that has a low. I guess, like, great moments with Mr. Lincoln.
0: Yeah, even that, you have to wait. Right. Um, so, like, oh, but that's, like, an attraction more. Let's think of, like, an actual ride. What ride... Mr. Toad, there's a line. Mm-hmm. Like, not a long one, but there's a line. Yeah. Like, you Alice in the Pooh doesn't really have a line that's sometimes. because people don't want to walk that far. But it still has, like, at least, like... Sometimes a, it does have five a five-minute line. line. Yeah. Like, literally, people mover, you never... Even when it was busy, you just walked right on. Because it was just constantly moving, and it just was, like, all these little buckets, and you just got in. Oh, man. It was a D-ticket attraction, which is at the no at the time they had e-ticket attractions, but like it was pretty high level ride. So when at the end of its life, it was kind of a considered a whatever ride. Yeah, but um, like it was popular because you got to tour Tomorrowland. That's pretty cool. Yeah, on a self-propelling vehicle, and you didn't have to walk. You didn't have to walk for three fourths of a mile, Ugh. and it was cool because you got a view of stuff you never would get a view of. Besides that, like you have to look down on people and be like, "I am your ruler." <laughs> I'm your queen. <laughs> this is what you were doing at eight? Like, yeah. bow down to me. I am Jasmine. <laughs> I probably had a tiara on, and I just had my long hair and my puffy bangs that were um, cut unevenly, my little overalls, I was just waving to people, just going, I'm better than you all. <laughs> <laughs> They're Star Tours. I'm not going to go on you. Space I'm Mountain. Too- <laughs> Big on! Big on! The, so oh, I touched on this earlier. The cars don't have a motor. They're propelled by tires every nine feet or so. So basically, like. So they never get tired. They never get tired. <laughs> So you'd kind of, like, go, like, really fast for a second and then slow down for a minute. Go really fast for a second. Not really fast. Like, you go, like, five miles an hour. Slow down for a second. It was fun. And you kind of, like, if I remember correctly, you kind of, like, lifted up and down. Very technical information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the on-ride experience. Uh, spoilers abound because you can't no, go on it anymore. No, spoilers. And- they can't be yeah. spoiled. There's exactly. no more. I encourage you to watch. There's many videos on it. Some are better than others. The problem is back then, you know, people recorded on camcorders, so, the, like, when you're in the dark tunnels, you just can't see that well. Mm. But I'm going to take you on a journey. So, first, you would get on the ride, and it didn't stop. It was like um, Haunted Mansion. You just kind of jumped on. So, depending on the year you went on st- um, Star Tours, the year you went on the People Mover, you would either pass through Adventures Through Inner Space, which is a ride I really want to go on, and there's, somebody made a digital VR ride through, so I encourage you to watch it, mm-hmm. um, with the actual audio from that ride. After 1987, it was Star Tours. Um, so you would basically, you would go through, you would be on the right-hand side of the RV to the stars, or whatever that was, with C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, Star yeah. Tours vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Um you could see the line, and I was too chicken to go on it, so I'm like, this is the closest I'm ever getting to Star Tours. Do you ride it now? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. And I rode it like when Rex was on it, so I, I started. Recording. Oh. I stopped being so chicken around the age of 14. And then after that, you would pass the character shop. Which was associated with Adventures Through Interspace or Star Traders after 1987. I believe the Superior Shop. But I never saw the Adventures Through Interspace one because I would have been one years old. Yep. And I think the ride closed before I was even born. Oh, and then you would pass a stormtrooper statue after Star Tours was there. And it, I think, I don't know if it was, like, supposed to be an animatronic. It didn't move. And it always kind of scared me a little because you would speed up at that point. And by speed up, I think you would, like you hit eight miles an hour. Ooh. Um, And, like, he was just there and there was, like, little crates behind him and he had a little blaster in his hand. And I was like, oh, shocking, shocking. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. And it was, you know, the only place you could see that was on that ride because mm-hmm. you couldn't see it from the store. And I was- wonder if he's still up there. I'm sure they had to have taken... Maybe he could still be. They had to have used him. Why? I don't know. Why do you have any statue stormtroopers? That's true. I don't know. Someone had to have bought that. Um, so then after that thrilling part of passing the stormtrooper, mm-hmm. you would, after 1975, go through Space Mountain. And the People Mover, I believe, was closed for one year so they could add that part in. And you, this was back when Space Mountain had that, like, moon thing in the middle, and it was lit from within, and it had, like, that yellow, and you would just see, like these cars going by really fast. After that, you would go through the Carousel Progress building, later interventions, and and um, you would pass Progress City, which was that model. But that was the... Now it's in Disney World, but not the complete one. This was the huge complete one that took, like, several minutes to pass, I guess, because it was so big. Somebody said the exact number it took to pass it, and I forgot what it was.
1: You can't see it, yeah. you guys, but my eyes are very big. Yes. Imagining how big this thing is.
0: Well, it was the top floor of... Um, in A vengeance. The whole floor? I think it was pretty much the whole floor. What? Yeah. I mean, don't quote me on this, but it was okay. huge. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I don't know if it was like the depth of the whole thing, but uh-huh. it was definitely, I think, the length of the whole Whoa. thing. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Because even the one at Disney mm. World is a pretty, it's a pretty good size. Oh. And I'm,
0: I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty big, but and like. I think it was at least double the size of that. Whoa. Yeah. Because yeah, the bottom floor was Carousel of Progress slash America Sings, and then that was the top floor. Dope. Yeah. Keep it at Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it brickety real, but then, um, and this is in 1977, it became the Super Speed Tunnel, um, and then that was replaced by World of Tron in 1982. That's what I remember was World of Tron. Mm-hmm. The Super Speed Tunnel, I could only find pictures of it. It literally looked like a hole, and then green, and then I think they like probably blew wind in your face and like had like things like strobe lights going past you. So then I remember the Tron portion, which was. Um, like, it was just, like, the movie Tron, like, you had the light speed cycles. Is that what they're called? Light bike? Light bikes. Right. And they were, like, chasing you. By the way, I only light know bright? that because Liz Lemon says that. Yes. <laughs> hey, Tron, I'm on light bike. I don't know. Yeah, those bicycles, and they have, like, the little, you know, 80s Tron police guys. And then they had like, the lines, like, you were in, the um like, a Matrix in Math. Not like the Matrix, the movie, but like you were drawing, like, grid paper. So you go through the Tron Tunnel. Uh, then you would pass over Autopia, which, when do you get to go over Autopia? Under the monorail. And if you go on the monorail, you can still see the track that goes parallel to it. And it's very dirty and covered in leaves. Mm. Um, which depresses me every time. Hmm. Um, and then over Submarine Voyage, which that was cool, but it also creeps me out because I'm like, I'm going to die falling into the water. Um, Such a nervous child. A very nervous child. <laughs> I was. You're just, John Mulaney nervous child. We just, John Mulaney and I hung out. Yeah. I, we would just say, we're just going to feed our birds. <laughs> then you would lastly, do you, did you ever go on Circle Vision? No. So it was a big giant theater that was a circle. It's, um, they have, it's the Canada one. It's the same idea. That's in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would show one about America and one about China. I remember that. And it was cool because no one was ever in there. And then I just remember as a kid, everyone would be facing the front way. And I would face the back way to see where you had gone. And I was by myself. Just says a lot about me as a person. Jasmine's an individual. I'm an individual. I was a bored child who's like, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm going to focus on the past. Um, and then you would pass by the... Um, the entr- not the entry, the pre-show room. You wouldn't go through the main showroom, mm-hmm. and then you would go back around, go past the Mary Blair mural, and that was the Stay end of the ride. Clear of
1: the doors.
0: They can't bring po- people mover back because it's not up to code. You would have to close down um, every. It's not OSHA or whatever. It's not mm-hmm. ADA because you can't get in and out of it from a wheelchair if you're disabled. It would have. They would have to tear down all the rides that it goes through to fix the track, or like close all the rides. And if they tore it, they can't even tear it down because they'd have to just like leave up these chunks of track that are in the rides or tear down parts of the rides. So Space Mountain Star Tours, Inventions, what's TikTok? Oh, um, no. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Buzz Light. Oh, and then a big section of the track is missing in Buzz Lightyear, so it's not even a complete track. That's just gone now. Aww. So yeah, so that's unfortunately the sad ending of People Mover. You can still go on it in Disney World, but it's just not the same. Oh yeah, People Mover. Yeah.
1: I like it in, um, I spent a lot of time on it in Disney World.
0: Oh, that's good. I like it. Yeah, I made my family go on it. Um, my family d- does not care for Disney, let me go on that one ride, and they, my mom was not impressed. It's just like, it's it's meant to actually like tour Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, But like, Disneyland one had like things to see, like sneak peeks, and this one's just like cool. There's a prop from this one movie you never heard of in the 80s. We took that down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, you pitiful soft front-end listen up! I'm your commanding officer, General Lawrence. That just
0: makes me think a lot with my brain, the people mover, and using my brain, I my head is buzzing. Michelle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I, I really appreciated your segue, but I just,
0: I like, I just like seeing the flounder <laughs> out there. We're just like, I got this. Oh, I could have kept going. Right. <laughs> and it just would have like been like a car slowly coming to a stop, running out of gas. Like, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> This buzz buzzard, the buzzy. You're like, oh,
1: and now my car's just making a <laughs> buzz. Guys. Like, over to you, Michelle. <laughs> All right, Jasmine. Uh, so today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite... De- uh, I keep wanting to say defunct because I watch that channel, Defunct Land. Yeah, it's a good channel. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite non-existent rides, it is called Cranium Command. Cranium Command. So Cranium Command, the quick summary of the ride, their tagline was, we're looking for a few good brains. That. Nah. Because it was like a cr- recruiting mm-hmm. uh, thing. There's so many, like, theme park rides that use that, like, recruiting motif. I used to work at a show at Universal that was like, we need actors. Please come <laughs> into this ride. And- Starring you. Yeah. So I did, I did, I mean, that's just, like, a very good theme park mm-hmm. thing. Cranium Command was basically a day in the life of new recruit Buzzy on his first day piloting a 12-year-old boy. It was located in the Wonders of Life Pavilion from the opening day of that pavilion Till January
0: 2007.
1: Aww. I know. It's sad. Buzzy. So that's basically the summary of the ride. You can go ahead and watch the ride. Um, basically, there's just like a pre-show that shows like Buzzy. Mm. There's there's general knowledge. and He's the general. General knowledge. And he's like, all right, recruits, today's your first day inside these kids' brains. <laughs> he's like, you know, general. Yeah. Generally. General
0: knowledge. Yeah. That's his Christian name. And then... Um, <laughs> Buzzy is, like, the little guy. He looks like Aww. Rick Moranis. Baby Rick Moranis. They let children in this army. Yeah. They're <laughs> baby, very... They let a baby Canadian Rick Moranis in it. Come are
1: And he is like, oh, no, I'm running late, and I'm bumbling, but I'm going to try real hard, because if he doesn't do well, he's going to have to pilot a chicken.
0: Oh, no! So those are the stakes.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, Although a little boy might be better
0: or worse than a chicken. (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah. So that's the pre-show. And then you go into like this theater. And in the theater, you had eight screens for different. So you had two screens that were almond shaped that were like eyes. Mm -hmm. So you could see out and see the little boys eyes. And then you had a screen up above that was like the brain. So you could talk to left and right brain up there. Then you had heart. You could see the heart. Uh, there was left and right ventricle, and then there was bladder, adrenal gland, and stomach. So, and there were two animatronics in the actual, mm-hmm. like, theater. So, it's like a theater. It's more, it's a show. It's yeah. an attraction. It's not, like, you a You sit ride. in chairs. Uh, you said in benches. Oh, mm-hmm. fancy. They were purple. Oh. I know. Purple benches. I know. And you watched, so Buzzy is on, like, this big hydraulic swinging arm thing, and Mm -hmm. he's moving levers back and forth, and he's talking and trying to get everything situated, and then hypothalamus, which is, he basically looks like Johnny number five. Buzzy and Hypothalamus were Mm -hmm. the only animatronics in the ride. So you got to see a day in the life of Buzzy, like, doing his thing. Mm -hmm. And spoiler alert, he doesn't have to pilot a chicken. He successfully pilots this boy and becomes a premium commander. So you can watch the whole ride. There's some good quality things. It closed, um, like I said, in January 2007. I got to ride it in 2006, like, just before. It's Swan Song. Mm. So,
0: but... There's still some quality ride videos. People of could it. get digital footage at that point. It wasn't yeah. dads with camcorders like People Mover. Yeah, it was good. God bless those dads with camcorders. My dad
1: was one of those dads <laughs> with camcorders. <laughs> so I said, "Talk to you about rides. The ride summary. Let me tell you about some ride." history do tell so originally what became cranium command was originally called the head trip and it was inspired by a disney short inner work workings and it's kind of cool that it was inspired by a disney short because it eventually went on to inspire inside out mm. like pete doctor worked on the animation of uh, cranium command and then took that idea and did inside out it was originally a Rolly crump design show now Rolly, if you've heard that name before he's a very famous imagineer he was an animator he was an assistant to one of Walt's nine old men and he is famous for designing the tower of the four winds which was at the 1964 1965 world's fair and with dale's dad with dale's dad my boyfriend's dad Mm -hmm. and the scare the scary or weirder parts of the Haunted Mansion. His con- oh. his, t- his contribution was the Museum of the Weird. <gasps> Originally, the theater was going to be the same um, with you looking out the eyes of the boy, but his eyes were going to be closed to think things through. And then you would see body parts doing their things. And those... We're going to be animated. So, the first, after the first draft of the script, Disney was like, this is really basic and patronizing because it was basically like, I need to get dressed, (laughs) close my eyes. Your left and right brain, your left brain tells you to put on shirts and pants because it's logical. Your right brain tells you what colors go together because <laughs> it's whimsical. Oh, Whoa! Wow. Yeah, they thought it was super basic. So, and also the project didn't move forward to because it was planned kind of for opening up cut, mm-hmm. but it didn't move forward because of money. Enter! Disney Daddy. Disney Daddy. Michael Eisner got MetLife to be a sponsor. If you don't know who MetLife is, I don't either, but I do know that Snoopy was their mascot. At the Disney MGM Studios opening party, Disney Daddy talked to Jerry Reese to help with Cranium Command. Now, Jerry Reese was like, yeah, I want to do that. And so he was in charge of directing the 13-minute live action portion, which included eight screens, two of them looking, like, at the exact same thing, but just slightly to the left and right of each other, mm-hmm. being the eyes, two animatronics, which totaled over 90 minutes of footage altogether, Ooh. because he also directed all the live-action actors that, like, popped in and said crazy things. The little
0: boy that kissed the little girl. Does that happen in that? I heard about that. Doesn't the little boy kiss the little girl in that? Yeah. Okay. But that's through his eyes. Yes. Yeah. So it's just dark for a second? Yeah. Or he's just, like, very wide-eyed? <laughs> now
1: I'm... I don't know. Why am I not? I just watched a video. I don't know. I'm not remembering. But yes. Yes. Let's go with (laughs) yes. Uh, The parts of the body were different comedic actors. Originally, they were going to have it all animated. But they built this. They did the redo of this ride. And from the new script to opening day was, like, five months. Oh, wow. So they, did, they redid the script in a week, which is mm-hmm. absurd.
0: And, like, basically directed a feature-length movie. 90 minutes. Right, 90 yeah. minutes, yeah, A footage. movie back before Marvel existed. Yeah, now yeah. Marvel's like, Avengers. Four and a half hours. Endgame.
1: <laughs> you better wear a catheter, because yeah. we're going to keep you here five-ever. That's how they roll. That's how they roll. So just a quick rundown. They had, like, A-list talent of the day. Dana Carvey Ooh. was the right ventricle. Jeff Douchette? Douchette? I don't know D- who that is. I don't know either. He was the bladder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bobcat Goldthwait was the
0: adrenal <laughs> gland. Charles Grodin was the left brain. He was also in um, Muppet Movie, or Muppet's Great Caper. John Lovitz was the right brand, brain.
1: Kevin Nealand was red, was uh, there to pump you up as the left ventricle. George went from Cheers. Norm, Norm! he was Norm. the stomach. The little girl, um, the little boy's love interest is named Annie, and she's he's she is played by Natalie Gregory, who is the voice of Jenny and Oliver and Company.
0: Oh, you and me together
1: will be. And hypothalamus, the other animatronic aside from buzzy is voiced by kirk wise why do you know that name because he not only was he's my dad because he (laughs) is jasmine's dad he is uh co-director of both the pre-show of this attraction which some have said is better than the attraction itself Mm -hmm. but also co-director of my favorite movie in the whole wide world Beauty and the Beast. So, so he's your dad. Uh, basically. <laughs> so this is kind of cool that like one of my favorite def- like dead attractions is connected to my favorite like alive and well movies. So Kirk Wise and Gary Charlesdale, uh, they animated, they were the directors of the animation for the pre-show. And fun fact about that pre-show, uh, it it was the last 100% ink and paint project Disney ever did. Oh. Because after that, it went to computerized
0: stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the staircase, there's a staircase in Little Mermaid that's computerized. Mm-hmm. And Beauty and the Beast, like, isn't, like, her skirt when it moves in the ballrooms or parts of the ballroom scene. The ballroom itself yeah. was, like, was is all digital, mm-hmm. so you could do those sweeping camera angles.
1: Mm-hmm. And And another Disney connection... It was made at Disney MGM Studios. So if you went on the studio tour at uh, when Disney MGM Studios mm-hmm. opened, you could see the, um, what do you call them, storyboards oh. for Cranium Command. And
0: you could see, like, the animators sketching. Working on it. Oh. Yeah. So it was really special. It was a really cool thing. Back when people made movies at MGM Studios. Yeah. Like um, Bette Midler's The Lottery. Yes! yes. The Lottery! The <laughs> Lottery! I love that movie. And Golden Girl Exteriors.
1: Yes. Yep. So it was liked well enough. Mm -hmm. But with all shows, if you are on a tight schedule, you don't go see shows. And you certainly don't go see shows like twice. If you're there for a week, no one's going to be like, you know what we should do again? Cranium Command. Cranium 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 (laughs) Command. I mean, now we're annual pass holders, so we just Mm -hmm. go all the time and watch whatever we want a thousand times. And it's like...
0: Yeah, but if you're going to go to Disney World once every five years, like, you're going to go on... um, Test Track. Test Track, yeah. Or where it was opened at the time. Or... (laughs) End of list. Yeah. And other things. And others. Maelstrom. So it was
1: outshone by its next door neighbor, The Making of Me. No, I'm just kidding. It was... (laughs) It was overshown, sh- over or it was, like, shown up by Body Wars, which is basically star tours in the body and guaranteed to make you vomit.
0: Starring Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Who is the girlfriend in Back to the Future? Only in the second and third one, not oh. the first one. They recast her. Oh. Yeah. Now, let's go into
1: the ride mystery. Oh. So the pavilion closed in 2007, and it was used as convention space for both the Food and Wine Festival and the Flower and Garden Festival. The... Entrance to Cranium Command, the signage slowly began coming down. So, like, Mm. general knowledge was removed and then the lights were removed. Every year there was less and less until it was kind of, like, boarded up. But Urban Explorers, which I do not approve of, but I will watch their videos. They are heroes. (laughs) Yeah. They would go in there all the time and just, like, kind of check in on buzzy and see what's going on so and also that building was used for for vendors to go in and out so there's lots of pictures or store there's lots of stories and only one picture i found of people just like have going into the theater and like having lunch with buzzy Aww. so he like wasn't alone which makes me happy because i'm a true like Toy Story person, like, mm-hmm. every toy I own is alive, and I want them to feel loved. Aww. So I truly believe, like, Buzzy's just sitting on his thing, like, talking to hypothalamus, like, really wish I could talk to Stomach right now. He had his little light shown on him. Yeah, well, that light didn't start until 2007? Seven? No, 2000... 2000- oh, I skipped ahead on your notes. I just saw that. <laughs> and it's wrong. It was, like,
0: 2017? Mm. It was a while. They got- let him stay in the dark for ten years. He was just a little boy. Aww. I know, baby Rick
1: Moranis, Oh, baby. So Buzzy started looking super sad because he was he- in the dark. Because he was, he had like this. His right eye was getting really droopy. Like it was it wouldn't open all the way. He was tagged for um, to go to the archive. So basically, like the end. The, the, the way that we, all as Disney mm-hmm. fans, knew that we weren't going to ever go on it again was, like, he and Hypothalamus got red tag, mm-hmm. which means they get a sticker that's like, do not destroy, this piece is going into the Disney archives, mm-hmm. signed Dave Smith, the Disney archivist. So Hypothalamus had the tag, and so did Buzzy. The here comes the mystery. do Do-do-do. Do-do-do. <laughs> Do-do-do. The Orlando Police Department reported that Disney filed a police report that a red jacket, a hat, and hands of Buzzy's animatronic with a value of $500 went missing. Aww. So that was in August. I went crazy in February because I'm the opposite of a hipster. (laughs) Where, like, I don't talk about things before they're cool. I talk about things, like, way after the fact. I got mini-text
0: for, like, a two-week period about Buzzy.
1: (laughs) So, basically, alleged... Okay, this is all allegedly. So, Mm -hmm. what we know for a fact is that Buzzy is gone. He's not in that space anymore, And we know that there's been an announcement that we're going to get the play pavilion in there. Mm
0: -hmm. And you also know that he part his jacket and his hands were stolen.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we know that Um, allegedly there was he got spruced up at some point in 2018 that Imagineers and management was coming in and out of the pavilion. Now, now that we know that there's a play pavilion, were they looking at water damage? Cause like, it's Florida. Mm-hmm. It's a swamp. Literally, they paved over a swamp to build the <laughs> theme
0: park. Like, they drained a swamp and then built a castle. Yeah.
1: So maybe they were just in there for, to check that. Maybe they were, cause there's also an, uh, an account that like, Buzzy got a fresh coat of paint and his eye got fixed. Maybe they were in there to like test him to see if he still worked. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were in there. Maybe they were going to do like a new show where he shows your brain on playing video games. On drugs. Or on (laughs) drugs. Like there's a lot of ifs. And that's also allegedly people Mm -hmm. saw Imagineers and management coming in. Mm -hmm. I like to think, and I have no, this is not based on fact. This is a thousand percent, not even speculation, just mm-hmm. imagination. Mm-hmm. I like to think that Imagineerings went in there, Imagineerings, Imagineering went in there and were like, Hey, you know what? This was a fun ride when I was a kid. Let's go in and ride it one last time. Not oh. ride, attraction. Yeah. So I just imagine experience. experience. I imagine they moved everything out, pressed play, cause that's how. Work. They hit a giant
0: red button, and it was like <laughs> start r- start attraction, <laughs> end attraction. And
1: then they watched the video. They got to do it. One- they spruced him up. They got mm-hmm. to do one more time, and then they were like, "Okay, Buzzy, thanks for everything. That'll do, Pig. That'll do." <laughs> uh, and then they and then they red tagged them, and then they were gone. Went on with their lives, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Okay, is it worth?" putting him in the archives, because they can't put everything in the archives. Mm-mm. Like, there's tons of stuff that I'm sure they just don't have, mm-hmm. or they've sold, or they just don't have space. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure, like, they don't have old costumes. Oh, yeah. You know what I costumes. mean? <laughs> costumes. Costumes. And a lot of people thought Buzzy got stolen because they got confused with that report that his hands were stolen, so they thought his entire body got stolen. Well, I guess
1: in December, mm-hmm. they... An urban explorer went in there, and he was gone. Mm-hmm. And they, the pictures that the urban explorer took, the uh, Line, hydraulic yeah. lines looked super frayedly cut, like um, someone did it in a hurry. Right, but it's like I don't know. Okay, so those are all we've seen the picture. I guess like that's another fact, but like mm-hmm. we don't know who did it. We don't know yeah. if it was like there's lots of theories. It was a vendor. It was an urban explorer. I a cast
0: member possibly. A cast member. Yeah.
1: I think, this is what I think, while the Imagineers were doing One Last Hurrah, they are probably taking a lot of pictures to document him. That's what I think. Okay. And they had, like, proper lighting and just to say, hey, Buzzy, we're going to give you, like, again, like, One Last Hurrah. I mean, he does have a really interesting history dating back to 1970, mm-hmm. the, the 70s. He is the son of Rick Moranis. Yeah, and he is the son, <laughs> biological son of myself and Rick Moranis. Yes. And then I think that, Uh, Again, a thousand percent speculation that Disney just went in and was like, he's old. He's a little crusty. Maybe the hydraulic, like, I assume that the way the animatronics work is like, you plug them into hydraulic Mm -hmm. fluid and then can unplug them. Yeah. But it was. And if they don't move
0: for a while, I think they just don't move anymore. Yeah,
1: they get crusty because like, I've seen animatronics when they're not in show, Mm -hmm. like when they're just. And I don't mean unplugged. I mean, like, they're still on a ride, but their scene isn't happening. They always they're have off. to move a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, off quotations, yeah, yeah,
1: which is why another reason. While I love animatronics, I they scare me to death, they will steal your soul, yep, and eat your children. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, if the beast animatronic wants to do that to me, I'd be fine. What with a that. way to die! <laughs> yep, just know she died doing what she loved. So, I think that, yeah, Disney just went in and I think they removed it because he's on a mm-hmm. such a high hydraulic lift. Mm-hmm. There are lots of fabulous. I'm sure there's a bunch of creepy pastas about it but
0: mm-hmm. I would I wish read those. But, I'm going to send you some. Ooh, mm-hmm. do you know some? Oh, I know some none of buzzy but oh. I know uh, like that one I cut out of last week's episode but yeah, the creepy pasta about um Mowgli's vill- or Mowgli's village, I think it was called yeah. and then the one about the um Utilidors and people, millions of people getting See, stuck down there. I
1: can't read anything about yeah. if it's something I don't know that much about, like it was about river country. I mm-hmm. would believe any of that. But like the
0: Utilidor, well, I'm like, I told you I the haunted Slept mansion one and like within like one sentence you're like, Well that can't be true because this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're like, I don't think that's true. So, yeah. So apparently he's gone. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we see him at D23. I have heard Mm -hmm. through the grapevine Mm -hmm. that he is happy and eating fruit snacks at Imagineering. And Capri Sun. And drinking Capri Sun. And is a very happy little boy with hypothalamus. And being repaired. And being, like, just repaired. And he's Mm -hmm. a happy little guy. And he's up there Mm -hmm. in Glendale. So I hope that that's the case. And whoever stole him, if someone stole him. Uh, I hope you didn't. And um, Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. But also, our boy is afraid of the dark mm-hmm. and really likes Capri Sun and fruit snacks, so just take
0: care of him. I would bet money that he's being fixed up, and you're going to either see him at D23 in the Play Pavilion, he's going to be reused again.
1: That would be really cool. Also, isn't mm-hmm. it weird how like the police report said he has a red jacket when he it has a brown bomber yeah. jacket? So, did someone make Buzzy a jacket? So here's what here's another thing mm-hmm. that I think happened to confuse everyone. The police
0: are colorblind?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that Buzzy, like, when they did the refurb of him, mm-hmm. he used to have an original art. He did have a red jacket. Oh. If you Google it, you can see one picture of mm-hmm. him in it. Um, And he had, like, different makeup and different, like, styling. Makeup. Yeah. <laughs> he had different, like, styling. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that, I think well, maybe what happened was... They got his old clothes out and put it on him and maybe like they left it on the chair thinking mm-hmm. no one would touch it. Because nobody went in there. Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe that Or it's happened. just like, I'm going to leave this gold brick right here and it mean, will be there tomorrow. <laughs> it's fine. If it's in Everglades, it would be. Nobody's going to sneak onto Horizons and go and ride around and walk around the uh, show scenes.
1: Where is Horizons? Is it in Horizons, H- Horizon's Gone? Horizon's
0: Gone. Oh, have I not shown you that vid- video? Of it being demolished?
1: No. No, I've seen World of Motion being demolished. No,
0: it's these guys um, back in the 90s. They found out Horizons was going to be closed and replaced with, was it Test Track? No, I was World of Motion. World of Motion. Um, Maybe. Oh, Mission Space? Sh- yeah, that one. Uh-huh. Um, and so they would get out, and um, they figured out spots they could, like, get out and walk around the ride, and they documented the whole ride, and there's, like, pictures of it, and pictures of, like, they sh- took a picture of the animatronic in the um, bathtub, and she's fully anatomically correct. Please send this yes. to me immediately. And they never got caught. Spoilers for the video. They never got caught. They almost got caught, and, like, one got, like, really injured, and it's, like, a really beautiful video. Oh, my gosh. about these two friends who, like, became friends because they loved Horizon so much. I'm so stoked. Yeah.
1: He's missing. No one officially knows what happens Mm -hmm. to him as of this, the date of this recording. Mm, uh, March 16th, 2019. Yep. No Mm -hmm. one knows what happened. I Mm -hmm. tend to believe... That he's just in Glendale drinking Capri Sun. Yes, a will, will the light shown on shown him. on him. He has a nightlight. He's very happy. Some people say that he was stolen by a vendor or a cast member mm-hmm. or an urban explorer. I find this to be highly unlikely, considering how high up he is mm-hmm.
0: and um, and heavy. Probably, yeah. If you get stressed out, just call on your general knowledge, be balance your body cool and get your premium under command. Oh, so that was a fun journey through that the past. Was fun now that we are closing what would we like to tell the people listening thank you for listening oh yeah actually thank you for listening thank yeah. you for bearing with us um this is really fun and i really yes. love it um
1: if you would like to uh give us suggestions of what you want to hear on future episodes um we're gonna do one about like our favorite uh, animatronics mm-hmm. maybe we'll talk about like Um, an imagineer Mm -hmm. like specifically if you have any suggestions feel free to let us know we have a twitter it Mm -hmm. is 1313 harbor Mm -hmm. we have an instagram it's 1313 harbor the podcast and then we also have an email which is 1313 harbor the podcast at gmail.com so yeah hopefully next time we won't have dairy and we'll be able
0: to give you a quality podcast and we probably won't have learned our lesson but Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for playing. The people Bye. Mover
1: <laughs> Bye. On
0: behalf of the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, we hope you have enjoyed your trip on the Wedway People Mover. Tomorrow's transportation here today at Disneyland.